Hello and welcome back to Scarves Around the Funnel Extra, the podcast dedicated to Heart and Midlothian Football Club, the club who have just discovered time travel. It's 2014, Hearts are probably in the championship and Robbie Nielsen is in charge. What a strange day for me, Laurie Dunsire, and for Mark Donaldson. Bizarre, totally bizarre. The speed, I think, for me, Laurie, is the thing that's that's most incredible and how quickly um, this has happened. Because you know what it's like. I mean, we remember the, the days of Jim Jeffries leaving Falkirk. That seemed to, to take forever with regards to the compensation and whatever. But the wheels were in motion um, Sunday morning. Talks took place um, Sunday afternoon for personal terms. They were agreed late afternoon. Hearts then held compensation talks with Dundee United. They were agreed and, and both teams put out a statement. So a whirlwind, not even 24 hours, a whirlwind 12 hours. And we're going to look back in a special edition of Scarves Around the Funnel at what's gone on over the the past few hours and look ahead to what Robbie can bring. Robbie Mark II. Not MK2, because that's where he went after leaving Hearts, but Mark II, uh, and how he's different um, second time around. So let's get stuck into things. This extra episode of Scarves Around the Funnel this week, a, a Robbie special, Robbie's return to Tynecastle. And uh, I'll let you kind of kick us off, Mark, because you let me know that this was going to be happening. And although it was... It was a bit of an insight. It was a bit of a inside knowledge at that point. It really didn't take long for it to be um, public knowledge from that point because this that was probably literally only what two three hours ago that we were at that point where you were telling me and it wasn't yet in the public eye. No, I got a I got a message at twelve thirty four. It was a gif or jif or however you the young kids pronounce it, and it was of George Clooney peeking up from above the grass and then peeping down again. And it simply said, and it was from Robbie Nielsen, it simply said, see you soon, mate. So I was like, honestly, effing magic. Um, and I got one back two minutes later, done, mate, looking forward to getting back on the touchline. Uh, so that that was it. And we've obviously gone back and forward. But um, yeah, done deal and happened quickly. Um, I I didn't I didn't expect this. We were talking on the last podcast about what would you say if, if Daniel Stendhal remained in charge? Do you want that? And we were like, well... Yeah, kind of, I suppose. We're not really sure if, if he's going to take the page, pay cut or whatever. But it's moved forward so quickly. Um, it, this is a fluid situation. I'm sure there'll be comments from, from Hearts. You're not going to mention Daniel Stendhal in a Robbie Nielsen um, press release that you no. put on your website. Uh, because, quite simply, he, he right now, is, as Hearts as the championship club, is, is not an employee of the football club. I think they'll probably mention something and say, we look forward to... He's always welcome back to Tynecastle. Good luck for the future. That'll be a secondary one. Um, but yeah, the, the the statement came out. Um, I don't know what time it came out. Your time. Um, but confirmation and and he's buzzing. He's absolutely buzzing. So we've we've put it out there. I'm going to go through a few quick reactions because this is happening. We're we're recording this half past eight UK time. So I've literally put a tweet out 15 minutes ago just to get some initial reactions. Harry Temple, very happy. King Ante, 1974. Uh, says, excellent. Champions, third, second when he left. No brainer. Um, Blair Messer says, there were some abject displays towards the end of his tenure. And of course, the money spinner stroke Birker Cara lost. But if he can replicate his first spell or better, it's a shrewd move. 
in Robbie we trust. Um, Andy Dixon says, wow, didn't see that coming. Swift actions, no protracted negotiations played out in the papers. Proven manager at championship and premiership level. Does have a good squad base to work with. It lets unite further behind him. Um, Hearts Rant says, we were critics of Nielsen towards the end of his first spell, but this one makes sense in almost every uh, respect. Proven in both championship and premiership. Advocate of uh, sporting director model. Driven by sense of unfinished business. No Levine overshadowing him. So I guess we and we did speak at the weekend about yeah maybe Daniel Stendhal um, in the week rather we spoke about Daniel Stendhal staying might be a good idea for consistency and I don't think anyone will wish him any ill feeling but I guess I wouldn't have really considered Nielsen a a realistic option at that point uh, more because well he's definitely going to looks like he'll be in the top flight. Um, obviously there's a legal battle going on but would he want to potentially step down to the side that looks like it'll be in the championship? But um, I guess, you know, I don't think Dundee United fans could even argue there's more potential at heart. It's a, a bigger club on paper, which I know <laughs> doesn't always mean much. So I guess the draw of it being a club that's close to his heart and it being a potentially bigger job will be a part of it. Do you think there's also an element of unfinished business there? Yeah, he said that. When he when he he went down um, to 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 Milton Keynes, that w- one day, no matter what happens, he would he'd, he'd love to come back and 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 try and finish um, the business that that is is unfinished. Um, two defeats in his last fourteen in the Premiership in twenty sixteen. We finished, or we he left us when we were second in the mm-hmm. table, having beaten Rangers. Rangers. Yeah. yeah, Robbie Muirhead got a a couple of goals. And I don't blame him. Let, let's go through this. I, I don't blame him for leaving um, when he did. There were one or two things that were changing um, at the club. How much say did, did he have in, in various things? But he wanted to challenge himself. It's always been a dream of, of his to manage um, in England. Um, he played down there for, for Leicester City. Um, and he enjoyed it down there. And he always wanted. If he got the opportunity. And it, it was a difficult one. Because at the time, this is when, when people say... Um, MK Dons, they're not bigger than Hearts it's like saying well Burnley aren't bigger than Celtic yeah but they play in an environment where the riches that could be on offer yeah. are, are huge and, and that's why he went down um, it didn't work for him there he, he came back, he's done well at Dundee United they've been pretty patient, he's, he's got them up but I remember going back to when he was in charge of the, the under 20s, the Hearts Reserves and if anybody watched him back then Hearts Reserves played some really really nice football um, they kept it on the deck. They passed it. It was quick. They, they, it was a really good style. This podcast, however long it lasts, is not about negativity today. And I'm not too fussed. I'll, obviously, the, the, the opinions of Hearts fans um, I'll, I'll take into account. But I don't care about those that say, no, I'm done. Um, whoever they are, not interested in, in Robbie Nielsen. Uh, he, he did this. And what's he done? Look, that's they're the yeah buts. Oh, yeah, but they're like uh, Pep Guardiola, Hearts manager. He's never managed in Scottish football. I'm not having him. That's the type of people you're dealing with with those. This is all positive um, today. Look, whatever happens, if it works, if it doesn't, whatever league it's in, Hearts have made a move and we're here to talk about it today. So, Robbie Nielsen, uh, highest win percentage for a permanent Hearts manager other than George Burley, who obviously didn't have um, a huge amount of games uh, two and a half years he was with the club last time. 13th of May 2014 he joined, left in December 2016. 106 matches, 62 wins, 22 draws, 22 defeats. So a 
win ratio. And it has to be remembered as well, when Robbie Nielsen became permanent Hearts manager, he was just turning 34. He was two weeks after his 34th birthday. So very young for a manager. You know, still mm-hmm. an age where he could be playing. I think he had Neil Alexander in the team who was about three years older than him. Mm-hmm. Um, so quite young at that point. And, he, and he's 40 now. Um, so I guess he will feel, and I think most people feel, that he'll, he will have learnt a lot and improved as a manager. Two and a half years in charge, won the championship, record points total, finished third in the Premiership, was second when he left, as you mentioned. Just over a year at MK Doms, it, it didn't work out. He left by mutual consent, um, joined United in October 2018. Had almost an, a 60% win rate there as well, obviously comfortably leading the championship this campaign when the season was halted. Um, so yeah, positives people mentioning, you know, the championship the first season, not just the winning and the fact we won it a canter, but the football that was played, he, he got the best out of a lot of players. He did seem to manage the dressing room well. You know, the players did seem to respect and play for him. And he knows the club and he knows this division very well, not just with Hearts, but now Dundee United. And that's the key. Look, let's assume something here. Let's assume that Hearts are playing in the championship next year because it's going to take an amazing turn of events. And given what's happened this weekend, I'm ruling nothing out, but it's going to take an amazing turn of events if Hearts are still somehow playing top flight football next season. I think they'll be in the championship and I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. And, and if we can get some compensation as a result of everything that's going on, then all the better. But it gives us an opportunity to to really put plans in place. The, the likelihood is Hearts would win the championship if it's 27 games or, or whatever. They've got the best squad. They argue against that. And we're all about playing devil's advocate here. Hearts have got a better squad than a lot of the teams that they finished below in the, in the premiership, but they, they didn't perform. So I get that. But Hearts should get up from the championship first time asking. Dundee United thought the same, so complacency is something you have to to uh, ensure doesn't happen. But he knows he knows how to get out of the league. He's done it before with Hearts. He's done it with Dundee United as well. And let's assume that, that he will be in the championship. People will say, OK, why if Hearts will play in the championship is he coming there when he's he's got a premiership club? Why do we all go to work? To make money. We want to make the most money that we can make for our family. And I would be staggered if he's not earning at least twice as much at Tynecastle, if not more, than he was at, at Dundee United. Um, I'm led to believe Daniel Stendhal earned a lot of money at Tynecastle. Um, Robbie will not be earning probably not even half of, of that, if, if that's true. Um, however, it's an improvement, at least double, I would imagine, for him from what he was on. And it's a bigger club. It might not be... Um, in the same division right now, if, if, if we stay in the championship. But he, he it's a no-brainer. It's, it's a no-brainer. Hearts, one of the biggest clubs in Scottish football, third or fourth biggest club. You can argue all day regarding that. Uh, this is a big, big job for a Scottish football manager. Robbie Nielsen knows that, and he'll be working 24-7. I believe he's even put down his bottle of Corona to get started that he uh, he had when he was celebrating for Dundee United. Hey, let's have a look. Well, we've got some more reactions coming in just now. Andrew says, pretty stunned, to be honest. Not so much that we went for him, but that he took the job. He's a bit older and wiser now, and there's maybe one or two players I would take at United, if that's possible. I think the sporting director appointment is as, if not more, important. So interesting he brings it up because the interviews for that are going to be happening in the next week or so, aren't they? I believe so, yeah. Let's talk a little bit about some of the people who have, have, have been mentioned with regards to potentially um, in talks or to be interviewed. David Weir uh, has been mentioned. 
Uh, Adrian Bevington is one that, that I've heard. He's been involved down south with uh, the FA and, and various other yeah. businesses. Yeah. Or was, was uh, yeah, he did. He, he was. He had some. In, he had some involvement uh, with Middlesbrough, didn't he? I remember him at, uh, at the FA. He was a name that I was told. Um, and how about this one, <laughs> Takis Fisas? That would be very interesting. So those are all names. Um, I'm sure I mean, those those are names. They they are indeed. And, and <laughs> Hearts did Hearts did well to 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 keep this hush for as long as as they did before it eventually got out. And I'm sure. They'll um they'll they'll do exactly the same with the director of football and they'll make a decision um once they whether it's director of football whether it's sport director or or whatever once they're they're ready to go player wise um I'd I'd be on the phone to Craig Gordon right now and get him back through the door um Robbie obviously the relationship he has with Craig and with others so that would be one I'd be looking at because I think. When you, this might not work for for the majority of our audience due to their age, but Brian Clough way back when he was um, when he was at Nottingham Forest, one of the first things he did was was appointed um, Peter Shilton uh, as as manager as, as manager as goalkeeper. He started he started at the back. He, he put what he considered was the best available at the time between the sticks, and and he built his team around that. We've we've got a decent spine um, at that football club. Stephen Naismith, um, Liam Boyce, John Souter, Michael Smith. I think you add another strong voice and a powerful voice and a good goalkeeper. Craig's been mm-hmm. saying um, in the media he could play another few years. Sign him up. Let's let's sort out this goalkeeping situation and then we can move on to other parts of the team. Um, so a director of football to follow. Um, hopefully Craig Gordon. Uh, among other free agent, he'd be willing to talk. And th- this is an opportunity, I-, I think. We've done the right thing over the past few weeks. Uh, we spoke about it on the last podcast, about getting everybody in the same direction, uh, all the fans and whatever. Look at the Foundation of Hearts um, and what they've been able to, to, to say and confirm about the increase in pledges, both those who already have pledged and, and new ones as well, the money that's involved. Um, with the football club. There is a feel-good factor, and I think this enhances it with the appointment of Robbie Nielsen. I get there's not uniformity of agreement. I'm totally with that. We, we can't have a world where everyone agrees. It would be boring. Those are unhappy. There are people unhappy that, oh, Robbie's team was 2-0 up against Hibs, and, and they went through, and, and they won the cup. I'm never going to forgive them as part of that. Well, that's fine. That's fine. Look, just let them be in their own misery bubble. I've got no problem about that. I don't want to go down the negative route today. I want to be positive. Well, I'll go through. I think it's important to to, to have a look at what people message us. Um, of course, of da- course. Daniel McIver says, the moment he left, I said I didn't think we'd eclipse what he'd achieved with us. In reality, we never achieved anything close to what he did. Was fully behind him before and somehow even more behind him now. Um, da- Dalry Lama, though, says, step back. Stendhal is the best choice. So a mix with some people um, David Forsyth says buzzing it's been all downhill since he left us in second place I'm that overjoyed if if they appointed Craig Levine as director of football I wouldn't even be that bothered um, mm-hmm. eh, yeah, don't, I don't go that far um, Sharon says so happy to see him back unfinished business from the last time he was here um, and, and it's interesting to say that because Lots of positives, you know, we had some great times. The Championship won at a canter, played some great stuff, scoring goals. First season in the Premiership, you know, to go up and then finish third, I think was superb and get into Europe. Um, obviously, people will mention the Hibs defeat. And to be honest, 
of course, none of us like losing to Hibs, especially when you're two 0 up in the first game and it's a cup. <laughs> Did people hold that against them more because of what happened with the rest of Hibs' cup run that year? Yeah, of course, <laughs> um, because that that was the one thing we had over Hibs. We won the cup. We beat them, not beat them, but we thumped them five one in the final. Um, and Hibs won it in 2016. They got the monkey off the back for the first time since 1902. I get that. I, I, I've got no issue whatsoever with those who have got a grudge against them. Or whatever. I, don't, I don't agree with it, but you've got to have freedom of speech. But th- this has to be... It's Look, we, it's not like the Messiah's returning or, or whatever. We've just no. got Sir Alex Ferguson that's walked through the door. Um, there is an enthusiasm level that is, is being maintained as a result of this appointment from me. I don't expect everyone to agree with me. That, that's not the whole point. I love the fact that um, as long as Twitter is used, <laughs> I say with manners or, or whatever, um, so Paul Ritchie put a tweet out after I'd put a little tweet with a pair of eyes rolling and Robbie Nielsen. He's like, what you heard? So I put done deal because that's what I'd been told. 358, it's either Sea Lovey 2 or Clovey 2. Oh, I seem to remember Donkey telling Hearts fans that Mark McGee was a done deal a few years ago. Um, I didn't say it was a done deal, but I said it was probably likely to happen. And I got it wrong. I've got no issue with admitting I got it wrong. I was shitting myself, even though Robbie had told me that he was it was done and dusted. And then I put the tweet out. And let, something might have gone wrong. The, the compensation, which he'd already agreed. He, he said he's ready for work in the morning. That's how desperate he is to start. He, compensation for him was, was out of, of his hands. But he was confident that the deal um, would be done. So... I put the tweet out saying that personal, well, you know what the tweet that I put out was. And um, until Hearts confirmed it, I don't care who you are, even if you've <laughs> got it from the horse's mouth, your your insides are, are going 10 to the, whatever the phrase is, uh, a dime to the, no, I don't know, let's stop there. Um, and then it's confirmed and and all is good. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm pleased with this. Um, 358 Lovey 2 after having a go at me for the Mark McGee stuff, came back and said, nice exclusive on this one. Always enjoyed your work back in the day. <laughs> Carol Ann says, I'm not sure at the moment, but I'm happy with the seethe coming from supporters of other clubs. Uh, Perth de Paisley says, pretty pleased. Don't know how we've pulled that off, but I'm not complaining. Folk may be quick to complain about play style, particularly in the closing stages of games, but ultimately in Nielsen's tenure, we ground out results. There was only one way we were headed under him, and there's a up arrow. Uh, Graham Taylor says, I'm delighted to see Nielsen back at Hearts. Uh, that he left he left us to try and further his career rather than being sacked makes it an even easier return. He knows uh, what it takes to get the championship and still has a point to prove to a minority of Hearts fans for motivation. Uh, a word on Stendhal, I really liked him and he was the one I wanted to replace Levine given he needed significant convincing to join us in the Premiership and despite the recent rumbling, he was happy to stay regardless. I reckon his demands would have still been too high, which, yeah. from what you've said, could well be correct. Yeah, I think it's important as well that we, we, we mentioned Daniel Stendhal. And, yeah, um, I've, I really a, feel for him, I do. Well, we had a tweet from Twiggy Rascal. Very good. Delighted <laughs> for Robbie. Good appointment in either division. Feels like a bit of unfinished business for him with hearts. Here's the bit about Stendhal. Feel for Daniel, right guy at the wrong time. Wish him all the best for the future. I think that's the key sentence. And please don't try and accuse us of, of hypocrisy, hypocrisy, having said last week that, yeah, I would probably take Daniel Stendhal if he agrees. We didn't know. It's not, it's not like we have a crystal ball. No one had any idea when we woke up this morning, Sunday morning, that the day would end up the way it has been with Robbie Nielsen back at Tynecastle. We, we didn't know. He wasn't really on the radar. 
um, because he's he's employed as 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 manager or was with with another club. Um, so yeah, that, that's who we were speaking about um, last week, Daniel Stendel, and I think that that's the key from that tweet: right guy at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. And um, going back to when we appointed him, we said it last week: if if Daniel Stendel had been appointed last summer. So Craig Levine's last game in charge was the cup final and, and Daniel Stendhal had come in. We didn't think, and you agreed with me, we didn't think Hearts would be in the in the predicament that we were in because Daniel would have been able to use the the, the transfer window in, in in last summer um to to get his players in. And it was maybe a little bit rushed in, in January. Um but we are where we are. We we can't complain. It's not like we're gonna go from from worst to first here. <laughs> in the same division. It might happen in, in different divisions. Um, but it's unfortunate for Daniel Stendhal. And I, I follow him on Facebook, like, like many others do on social media. And the way that he has handled all of this, I think, is, is exceptional. I think it's a lesson for others as well. Whatever business that you're in, whatever employer um, employs you right now, just, just be careful. And Daniel Stendhal played played it very well. Just be careful what you say, because people take note of that. And when Daniel Stendhal ends up back in football, they'll see the way that he handled this thing. Yeah, I'd love to go back with Hearts if we if we can agree on something or or whatever. That's how to to deal with something. It's the whole save draft thing. You've had a few pints and you're preparing a tweet that you're not quite sure about, but sort of. I've had a few bevies. I'll I'll tweet it anyway. Yeah, you regret it the next morning when you wake up and you're like shit. Um, Anyone that says that my views on a Twitter biog are mine and mine own, nonsense. Just take a leaf out of Daniel Stendhal's book and the way that he has handled this. Good luck to him going forward. Um, and we've got Robbie back, so good luck to him too. So Nielsen back at heart. Interesting times ahead for sure. And I believe, Mark, we will have a certain... Robbie Nielsen on the podcast, not too far into the future, if he's not too busy trying to fix that heart squad. <laughs> so you messaged me a few weeks ago after we'd spoken to um, Stefan Adam and we did 1998 final and Ryan McGowan after the 2012 final and said, uh, who who can we get from, from 2006? So I, I suggested either Craig or, or Robbie Nielsen um, wanted to get Craig on as well um, to, to talk about him and hopefully it's as a Hearts player um, and Robbie has agreed to to do it this was Wait, prior he, to he agreed when he was at Dundee United yeah correct this was when he was at Dundee United so I messaged him and said look Billy Big Boss just because you're at Hearts now don't go saying oh I don't have any space or time so he's he has agreed he said it's in his diary he will be doing it um, we, we need to send flowers to Phil Turnbull and our media say, staff to, to get permission now because it's it's a it's a little bit different than it was. But yeah, he's so he's going to look back at the the 2006 uh, Cup final and Craig's going to look back on on his career um, at Hearts and uh, and hopefully back at Hearts like like Robbie Nielsen. So yeah, we're, we're what are we? This I don't know if this counts as episode 87 or whatever. We've I won't. I'll this. call it extra, so it won't have extra. Yeah. Okay, so we're still on 86 episodes, and you know what we're like. Some will like us, some won't. We might have new listeners, and, and thank you for joining us. We do try and accentuate the positive all the time, but as we said right at the beginning, Around the Funnel is it's not a cheerleading podcast. And we were pretty miserable for a long time, to be fair. We have been miserable for a long time, so you know what? Just give us 
give us this little bit of positivity when when things good happen to our football club, whether it's the foundation of hearts or whether it's wins that we didn't expect or or whether it's old favourites coming back. We've had enough misery. Let us enjoy the the positivity and and hopefully this will will continue uh, because if we're not playing until October, we've got a hell of a lot more podcasts <laughs> to do. Until then, we will try and keep the positivity. So Robbie's back and we're all certainly. You and I are excited about that, and and hopefully you are too. Yeah, if, if you want to let us know um, what you think of what's going on, then give us a tweet at Around the Funnel, or you can email podcast at scarvesaroundthefunnel.co.uk. We will be back in a few days' time. This is an extra, so this is a, an additional one. We will still be back with our usual weekly show uh, towards the end of depends when you listen to this if you listen to it and it's still sunday night next week if it's monday then it'll be later this week um before i go a, a quick story that i've seen the foundation of hearts posted um foundation yes. of hearts tweet says a wee story about robbie last time last time around one of our directors gave a talk to the players about the story of foundation of hearts silence at the end robbie says right lads anything foundation of hearts needs you do it if it wasn't for them you wouldn't be fucking here <laughs> welcome home robbie so on that note, yep, th- thank you for. No, yeah, there, there's that. Just before you end, uh, one final tweet from Richard Cobb. Well, Graham Spears can't say our new manager is unkempt this time. <laughs> the sartorial elegance of Robbie Nielsen. You might need to get a new barber jacket though for being back at Tynecastle. <laughs> Indeed, Robbie returns. Nielsen back at Tynecastle. No, it's not 2014. It's 2020. Thanks for joining, and we'll be back very soon. Gone in heaven's ears.